0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's
1: going on, everyone? Welcome in again to another Blurry Hysteria. Mr. Flora, are you kicking... Uh, Still kicking over there? Kicking? Still kicking? Oh, whatever you want to say. Yeah,
2: I'm kicking like a chicken, baby.
1: <laughs> well, we got a doozy for you, and it's such a doozy, we brought in a ringer, or just an overthinker, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Mr. Kevin Crispin's here. Kevin!
0: Yes. Hello.
1: You, you, uh, wait, you know what? I'm doing you a disservice.
0: Yeah, you are doing me a disservice, Brent. His name is... Kevin! 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 Kevin Paint. Oh, man. God, you played that because, again, I forget my name.
1: Well, you're going to forget a lot of things uh, because blood's going to rain in the streets. Because wow. of the topic we got this week, either that or it's going to get a big huh, collective <laughs> from <laughs> the world. I want to read you a passage from this and then is, we're going to get into. The, is it the Bible? The, yes, it is. Oh, good. Or it's going to throw a lot of things into question from the Bible. Isaiah 13:16, hmm. <laughs> Starting with a quote here. The non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone, Gray said. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. Now, that sounds like more propaganda, except this is coming out in the world of mainstream news today. It's coming to us, uh, an article... Intelligence officials say U.S. has retrieved craft of non-human origin. Leslie Clean and Ralph Blumenthal. Leslie Clean is famous because she writes – she Clean. written a lot about UFOs, but she was one of the whistleblowers who made everyone aware of A-Tip. And Ralph Blumenthal wrote for The Just New York a tip. Times. Just A-Tip. Mm-hmm. Just A-Tip. <laughs> uh, Ralph wrote for uh, The New York Times for many decades and has uh, wrote, written about UFOs and how they – deal with things of the government uh, a, a former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given congress and the intelligence computing a uh, community inspector general extensive classified information about deeply covert programs covert that is that he says possess retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin now i sent this to you guys today yeah. what initial thoughts where are you at so well david you go first Oh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, you go
2: <laughs> first. Um, first thing I asked Brent was, "What's the source? Is this a legit source?" And yeah. uh, it's we we're reading it on the debrief, mm-hmm. um, which is a, is an okay source for um, UFO news and stuff like this. And then, like Brent said, Leslie Keane and Ralph Blumenthal uh, both have some good uh, journalistic pedigrees to their names, so. Um. But beyond that, after reading it, it's it's a very long article, mm-hmm. which is packed with information. It's yeah. very well written. I I feel like this is a a pretty legit uh, thing. I don't this know. guy has really
1: mean? come for it. I mean, it's not just off here. The debrief, I like there, and and several people who write for the debrief have been on Hysteria Fifty One. So that I mean, that's is...
2: not saying anything, Brent. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I've been on it.
0: <laughs> I, um, yeah, so, Kevin's you know. on it right now, Brent. Come on. <laughs> Um, Well, I want to agree, you know, what David said, right? That's why I had him go first, because he could say it better (laughs) than me. But also, um, you know, Brent, I know that you had invited me to be a guest host on another possible upcoming episode of Hysteria 51, in which I did some reading along the same lines as this. And, you know, I've always been pretty goddamn skeptical about the whole thing. Not that I think, don't think that there are other life forms, because of course there are, Mm -hmm. Uh, but that people are seeing these things. The little bit of reading I did that you shared with me um, really made me rethink that. And then so I, I guess it's to have this and then an actual whistleblower going to Congress and yeah. um, saying this. It seems pretty legit to me as well. So he says um,
1: I'm just going to read some pieces of this. The information he says has been illegally withheld from Congress. He filed a complaint alleging that he suffered a legal re- uh, retaliation for his confidential disclosures that are being reported here uh, for the first time. Other intelligence officials, both active and and retired, with knowledge of these programs uh, through their work in various agencies, have independently provided similar corroborating information, both on and off the record, meaning some people that are really in the government and have a pedigree you can look up, you can vet them, are coming forward and saying, yeah, this is true. So a little on this guy, this whistleblower, David Charles, how do you want to say his last name? Groosh? Groosh? G R U S C H. 36, decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, NGA, and the National Reconnaissance Office, NRO, and I'm sure a bunch of other acronym places. He served <laughs> as the Reconnaissance Office's representative to the United Aerial Phenomenon Task Force Ooh. from 2019 to 21, and from late 21 to to July of 2020, he was NGA's co-lead for UAP. Uh yeah, 2022. Thank you. 2020, from late 2021 to July of 2022, uh, lead of uh, co-lead of UAP analysis and its representative to the task force. Meaning, he was the guy with his finger on what was being brought in, and he says the task force was established to investigate what was once called unidentified flying objects and now UAPs, unidentified anomalous phenomenon, or uh, whatever you want to say, UAP. Uh, the task force was led by the Department of the Navy under the Office uh, of Under Secretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. Man, there's a lot of names Man. in this. It has since been recognized.
2: There's acronyms. There's offices. Yeah. There's,
0: oh my. This article has its own bureaucracy. Yeah, it's since been so.
1: reorganized and expanded into all-domain anomaly resolution office to include investigations <laughs> of objects operating underwater which is Ooh. well USO's which are very much uh just as Bob Hope shows uh not not exactly <laughs> okay that's what's the a, problem and I'm not making fun of Kevin is that is our go to anytime these things are brought up and I think that's the media when these things were brought up and and like the um the the, the tic tac stuff it would be on like the regular news and they go aliens <laughs> well, anyway right. no and I I think it's just, funny just like they they did for on Fox thirty two yeah so we were <laughs> last night we were actually on Fox News Fox thirty two Chicago and they did a story on David and I in hysteria 51, and hysteria uh, fifty one and it was very good it it's was, a really it good was story. Great.
0: Yeah, it was great. Uh, a couple things, Brent. You should always make fun of me. Make fun of me more. <laughs> and um, so what does USO in this context stand for?
1: Unidentified Submerged Objects. Underwater. See, I've never heard that yeah. in my life. Yeah, so uh, yeah. because you don't listen to this show because it's half the shit now. <laughs> um,
2: wh- I like I like this. I like that they're grouping it all together now. Mm. And they've given it a uh, an acronym that's a lot Easier and more fun to say than UFO or UAP or USO. We, we get now ADAR. Yeah. All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Ad- ADARO. Oh, Ad- ADARO. Adaro. <laughs>
0: well, and did you see also just to kind of add on to what you're saying and what all the people are saying? Uh, Carl. E. Nell, a recently retired Army colonel and current aerospace executive who was the Army's liaison for the UAP task force from 2021 to 2022, and worked with uh, Groosh, I think we said mm. there, characterizes Grush as quote beyond reproach end yeah. quote. Yeah, and there's a photo yeah. of him.
1: So that's that's a pretty hefty. Agree, yeah.
0: uh, I'd say so. Uh,
1: well, that they, they slap make... on the back or whatever you want yeah. to call it. Yeah. They
2: they make a big deal in the article about mentioning several times that Grouch is uh, beyond reproach. Like mm-hmm. every one of his co-workers, everybody who's, who's um, worked He's with all him. He's on the up and up. They can't see him as them. being a
1: liar. Um,
2: yeah. They, they say he is uh, he is legit and he is honest and, mm-hmm. and moral to uh, the nth degree. Yeah. So.
0: Here's an interesting quote. He's as honest as Lance Armstrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not in there.
2: <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Sorry. Uh, um, Neil Armstrong. Sorry. oh Neil Neil Armstrong. Armstrong. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, get this too. This is an interesting one. In a statement's cleared for publication by the Pentagon in April, uh, Grosch uh, asserted that UFO legacy programs have long been concealed within multiple agencies nesting uh, UAP activities in conventional secret access programs without appropriate reporting to various oversight, uh, oversight authorities. Which is what we all knew, yeah, or at least this is thought the... was true, because you were going to tell me that they haven't looked into this t- since Blue Book. That's terrifying if they hadn't.
2: I mean, this is what we've always been saying about compartmentalization, right? Yeah. They, they have several the things working on it. Nobody knows what the right hand's doing. You know, the
1: left hand doesn't know what the right's mm-hmm. doing kind
2: of thing. He's 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 uh,
1: so this guy, I'll say, that's what's happening since 2022 has been going to Congress and doing recorded classified information transcriptions, giving them hundreds of pages, hours of just everything that was going on. He came everything forward, but physical stuff. Right.
0: Because he does not
1: have that. He can only tell you what he had seen. And um,
0: so this is basically on the record, just confidential. Is what you're saying. He He's told all this to Congress yeah. over many hours. Yeah. Well, and the reason he
1: went exactly. forward, he says, individuals in these UAP programs approached me in my official capacity and disclosed their concerns regarding a multitude of wrongdoings, such as illegal contracting against the federal acquisition regulations and their criminality and the suppression of information across a qualified industrial base and academia, meaning the powers that be are hiding this from their superiors, from from people that could use this in education, from people that could use this in in aerospace, things like that, there is a breakdown, which means that's almost shadow government yeah. or, or 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 there's you know something's going on where you well, know the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. I you don't. Know,
0: go ahead. Go man. ahead, Kevin. Sorry. Oh, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. Everything that you guys talk about on the show is real. Every fucking Thing and this just proves that Brent and David, but really my ire's towards Brent here. Go ahead, David. Sorry. <laughs> I,
2: I think this is um, uh, really kind of fascinating in the sense that when we talk about, let's say for example the moon landing, and people say it's fake, mm-hmm. they we we always say to that there's too many people involved for this to to be to have been kept a secret. And been kept that way for so long,
1: this kind of throws a wrench in that.
2: Yeah, that because argument. how
1: many people know about this or don't? You know. Yeah,
2: um, and this feels. I mean, obviously, it feels a lot um, more real than a uh, fake moon landing
1: conspiracy. But yeah. this, you know, this this feels like it's got some weight to yeah. it, right? Let's uh, let's hit a break. When we come back, I'm going to give this guy a little more credence, and we're going to break this down a little bit more. That's coming up after the break on Blurry Hysteria.
0: More credence, like uh, Fortunate Son, Proud Mary. Clearwater Revival. Yeah. Mm. Great. Born on
1: the <laughs> Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks, or did you try to use some – weird online thing. I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it Rosetta stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about.
2: Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off, unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today.
0: For those of you at home, just a little peek behind the magic. David was just singing Born on the Bayou for six straight hours.
1: <laughs> but we got to go back. i got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, so we were talking about th- this guy's pedigree. In 2022 performance evaluation, Lori A. Potter, she's the Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence, Headquarters Department of the Army. So, yeah, described Neil, another pr- new whistleblower, as the guy who, who was on the, the task force with Grosh as... An officer of the strongest possible moral compass, meaning the people that are coming through and doing this, um, they're not Joe Schmoe who uh, seems to be upset with the military and, and striking back or something like that.
0: So – but well, is he an officer and a gentleman?
1: That is yet to be <laughs> determined. male knees. Uh, what, what was the name you said she was talking about? About. So this is another person that he had worked with.
0: Um, I think it's the Ken Neal, the, the dude I – quoted earlier yes
1: exactly so he is
0: because there's a carl nell. nell
1: nell did i say neil did nell. i say
0: ken neil yeah it's carl yeah. nell i'm sorry i just want to make sure we're getting the right names hey yeah. who knows i'm trying to
1: find a neil it's all made him. up anyway. Like anyway neil oh, armstrong no. <laughs> we, we mentioned him um when you have multiple agencies nesting uap activities in conventional sap CAP programs both as recipients of exploitation-related insights and for operational reasons without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities, you have a problem. This is from Grosh said, referencing the highly secret special access programs and controlled access programs, which just means someone has their thumb on this. And Sounds like several someone's, right? uh, We could go on and on and on about this. That's the big takeaway is is what's going on. What do you guys feel is – let's say this is true and we learn in the next few months. What do you see happening? Well, first
2: of all, I think we got to be – we got to put up a little bit of a wall here because one of the guys talking about this is named Jonathan Gray. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And Gray says the non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone. Uh, hello, methinks the lady doesn't protest too much, <laughs> uh, Mr. Gray alien. Um, I think, I think it's amazing and it does feel like we're headed towards them finally being like, look, everybody stuff's going on. Here's, here's what we have. Here's what we know. We don't think it's a threat. You know, they're going to kind of downplay the mm. danger of it, but I don't know if it's going to get us to into the federation or not, but I, it it seems like stuff's really leaking right and left. Right. The, the the dam's about to burst, right?
1: Well, and you were talking about Jonathan Gray. He talked about how in this how secrets were necessary, but there comes a the time. Yeah,
2: and he said he noticed and more that- and more people are are piling on this idea right yeah so That's it he says that he
1: said that you know that the apost- hypothesis that the united states alone has bullied the other nations into maintaining the secrecy for nearly a century continues to prevail as a primary consensus among the public at large here's a quote my hope is to sway the global populace from this archaic and preposterous notion and to potentially pave the way for a much broader discussion and then i uh, love that grush said it's was dangerous for this eighty-year arms race, which is what it is. They're yeah. they're using these. They want weapons yeah. uh, to continue in secrecy because it further inhibits the world's populace to be prepared for an unexpected non-human intelligence contact scenario. Because they're saying it's not real and it's become a joke, which is something that we know the the government did. Yeah, whether they had it or not, they they used it. You know, they had to change the word UFO because it became a joke.
0: Mm. Yeah. um, Well, I'm going to take your question that you asked, Brent. I'm just going to shorten it a little Mm -hmm. bit. I'm going to cut it off. You said, what do you guys feel? I feel a lot of things, Brent. You sure do. No, uh,
1: you know, I think... He's our Deanna Troy. He's an empath. (laughs) Just doesn't have the same
0: knockers. (laughs) Yet. Uh, You you two are obviously much more well-versed on this, this whole... Uh, area of expertise etc but like for example a tip you when was that kind of brought out in the whistle you said like this leslie well that
1: is really interesting that you don't know because this has been so a tip was something that they found out they funded over 22 million dollars into a program that officially didn't exist all right so and i think it was uh, it, it ended in like 2012. It came to the, the world's eye in around 2020 uh, when that whole tic-tac scenario and everything was uh-huh. going on. Um, and it was a department of – advanced aerial threat identification programs – is what
0: it stood for. Okay, so it came to light is what I'm saying. I didn't remember when it it was like Like 2020. 2017, I think, is when it came to light. Um, And
1: we we started talking about it more, you know, in like around 2020. Uh, A lot of this was looked at more during when people were in quarantine and stuff like this, you know, but it started coming. um, According to the Department of Defense, I just looked up, it says ATIP expired in 2012 after five years, except reporting suggests that it went on through lot longer than that,
0: you know, and, lot, you know, so it is so what it's just it is. going to be a lot more. They're going to deny, I, I assume, I don't if this know is true. if they're
1: going to be able to deny this for that long. If it is true,
0: will they obfuscate?
1: Um, maybe I, I think but Congress is really starting to go. What the fuck are you not telling us? Mm-hmm. And this is a both bipartisan, both sides of the aisle are both going. We want to yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And, um,
2: they, they, they mentioned in the article that the, uh, the 2023 uh, National Defense Authorization Act, the um, language in it, was uh, uh, drawn up by Kirsten Gillibrand and Marco Rubio, both senators, one Republican, one Democrat. And then it was signed into law by Biden um, in last December 2022, and that the language is supposed to protect uh, informants from retaliation. Because um, this on kind purpose of whistleblower thing, right? for this
1: stuff, because they – OK, here's the thing. You're a congressman, you're a senator, and you're in power. And guess what? You find out you don't have any power or people – OK, so you're on these committees, oversight committees, these things. And you find out, OK, well, I'm supposed to – the military, this acronym, that acronym is supposed to be answering to me. And you find out they're not only hiding stuff, they're hiding – Fucking alien tech, Mm -hmm. non-human tech, maybe non-human people, vehicles, both intact and partial. And this isn't just the U.S. It's all over the world. And it's not just the U.S. suppressing it. And that's, as they were saying, kind of a bullshit theory. That's a tough pill to swallow. So they're coming forward and being like, "Uh uh-uh, no. Like, we want to know. And that's something that for a long time it was protected. Um
2: obviously we don't have the um, weapon weaponization that they're looking for yet, Um uh, mm-hmm. because, and, and this is go, this is speaking to everybody in the world, you know, having some piece of, of the puzzle here. Um, because I mean, you look at Russia right now, getting, getting its ass whooped, mm-hmm. um, by now, do you think they would have, if they had some, reverse-engineered tech that they had recovered, do you,
0: don't but, you think but they'd use maybe something? they're like
1: us where it's not
0: – Well, would it be the like The powers that be
1: aren't allowing it to be taken in that way. You uh,
0: know what I mean? Uh, well, to right. And to what David was saying is, well, if they had it, wouldn't they use it? Isn't – could we look at it the same way we do nuclear weapons? Like uh, deterrence, right? So like they don't want to use theirs because then we'll use ours on them? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe. That's, this is a great example of how gray the world is, right?
2: Yeah. Nothing's black and white. Yeah. And there's a, for a long time, we've uh, said that people don't want to disclose things. The government keeps this for a number of reasons. This just, I think, doubles that. It, yeah. it, it doubles down on the fact that it, everybody in the world's working on it, but there's not really – Anything yet to say, but everybody wants to keep it hush hush because they don't want uh something somebody to be uh more advanced than others. and there's all these reasons and stuff whereas this guy's saying if if everybody just brought this out in the open and talked about it, we could advance as a civilization
1: right <laughs> together well, so, uh, from Grush, the he said here's a quote they end with this: I hope this revelations. Revelation serves as an ontological shock sociologically and provides a generally uniting issue for nations of the world to reassess their priorities. It's saying what you're saying. In a way, you know, he wants this to bring people together and go, well, maybe we should quit bickering about this, that, and the other. And uh, because there's (laughs) a lot larger world out there i use world as like you know universe everything. yeah they're bigger universe yeah um but then that also brings to mind well why aren't they speaking to us maybe they are they?
2: like i said jonathan gray it's right
0: there in plain <laughs> sight
1: son of a bitch i, I knew it <laughs> you got great again oh
0: boom um, I feel There's so good. a lot of really. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you have that recording on my laugh still. <laughs> uh, so, there are many, many great quotes
2: in this, and uh, it's just it's all information and very little filler. I think. You yeah, know?
1: I really think that this is something, and of course, we're gonna have the link in the show notes. Read it; it's, it's worth it's your long. time.
2: It's it's not it's it's cool. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really, really neat. I think it's going to explode here this week. It just I came so. out. It I like. hope
1: so, um, and I hope that uh, this gets talked in the mainstream media as much as it should be. Um, and uh, we'll see.
0: I actually, uh, as we've been on here, I quickly went to a, a website, a, an aggregate website that just takes the main headlines of the day, just to see if that had showed up there yet. Um, it hasn't. Yeah, Thanks a for son listening. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. But when, wait, I didn't, I didn't even, even look because you just sent this to us. Uh, we were here doing a Sad Times, and then you were kind enough to invite me on. When was this published? It, I know it's today, today. today like this, this morning. morning.
1: Okay. This morning. It just came out this morning. Yeah. Uh, non human origin crafts are held by the nations of the world and have been for 80 plus years, it, is what uh, people that have. First hand knowledge and can be vetted to have at least been in those positions are telling Congress. That's your takeaway.
0: The material includes intact and partially intact vehicles, so we can only hope they have Luke's Landspeeder.
1: That is true. That <laughs> is that, true. What if that's all we
2: get out of it? <laughs>
0: That'd be hilarious. It's Luke's Landspeeder. Well, we can all go to Moss Isley. Uh,
2: yeah, b- big tires keeping that under wraps.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man. They, they, they do about... talk about. Um, uh, Stanford professor Gary Nolan, which his name has popped up in these circles before, um, yeah, and he's he's talked about, uh, you know, just think of something to advance civilization scientifically, something as small as he says yeah. a grain of silicon or germanium. Yeah, um, it's the underpinning of integrated circuits that underlie computation and now you know AI. And he says, you know, something even as small as that, if you could get that out of these materials and stuff, it can change the course of uh, technology and civilization, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And he's right. like, It's got to be super hard and frustrating to try and reverse engineer something like that. You know what I mean? Right. That you have no clue what it is or have never seen it before, how it works, trying to replicate that. It's got to be tough.
1: I was trying – I'm – I was thinking in here somewhere now, I, I read it earlier and I sent you guys and it's been a couple hours. Um, they were talking about, uh, uh, you know, the, the, how they knew they, they were from other, you know, there was elements and, and things that are not of this world, how they knew it was not of this world. It's somewhere in there. They were talking about this. Um, anyway, it's, we're not going to break this down for you because we're just skimming over and we wanted to get this out to you. Literally we, we were putting it out late today because we wanted to get, it came out this morning. So I wanted to get this out. So uh, read it, let us know, head to hysteria nation uh, and head to blurry photos. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know your thoughts, your concerns, what this means to you. What do you guys see this meaning to the world? Cause it's an interesting, interesting and truly a world-shaping event if this is true. Mm. Um, And it's something that we've, you know, believed for a long time, but uh, to have it come out and be true is still like a, uh, like a, uh, I don't know if it's a breath of fresh air or scary and terrifying or all of the above.
0: Yeah, I would say all of the above. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, kids, uh, read it, talk about it, tell everyone you know, and uh, get people talking about this. We'll see you next time on Blurry Hysteria. Bye.
0: Bye. Meeting adjourned.